You're listening to the Dome Patrol Podcast. All right, welcome to the game preview for this week of the New Orleans Saints game against the Green Bay Packers. The New Orleans Saints will head up to Lambeau Field to take on the Packers. Um, I am joined today by James, and we've got a special guest as we've been having every week. We have Bob Love from Loving the Leapers. Um, Bob is the official Green Bay Packers correspondent for the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, Bob. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, so, you know, the Green Bay Packers were a, a couple of minutes away from being 2-0 and this year. And that was a, a good game. There's obviously a lot of changes with the Packers going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. How are you feeling so far? Just the big picture as far as uh, where the team sits right now heading into week three. I feel very confident with my team to at least put on a good football, a competitive state. Uh, with the Falcons, I definitely felt that Jordan Love, you know, in the whole, I don't want to get too ahead of it either. I'll just talk about uh, Sunday. Uh, I thought the game came down to defense before. Uh, I, can't, I thought it came down to decision making and even, uh, even like being prepared. Uh, it feels like the Packers year in, year out just cannot stop a good runner. And it was the same thing again. And I think it comes back to Joe, uh, uh, the defense and uh, who's on the corner and Joe Barry to come up with something. You know, we had we had good talks coming into the season. We had good talks after the game. You know, kicked the Bears' ass and uh, we played really good defense against them. And we played good defense with the uh, Atlanta too. It was just what happened in the fourth quarter, and I feel like that. If they don't address that this week, then we have some definite problems with the Saints. For sure. So I will ask you, know, before we get into specifics, uh, and we do want to keep this specific as a game preview, but obviously with the Packers, big big move of changing quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Jordan Love, that you have had around for a few years. Kind of, first of all, how did you feel when you all got Jordan Love all those years ago? Were you happy about that? And then going to the moves this offseason are you liking what you see from him is he what you thought he was or how, how do you feel about him specifically so two years ago i think i was making i was living with my ex i was making ribs it was a thursday night i was hoping for a wide receiver like usual <laughs> <laughs> so we're, saints saints are always doing the same thing we're, we're sure we would stop drafting you know, defensive ends <laughs> you know and i think this is brian gutekes's First, oh, first or second? Maybe his first. I think it was his first draft. Yeah. yeah, his first draft. And you know we have a fresh coaching staff, uh, and they're going on to their second year, uh, third year maybe even. Uh, I gotta check up on that. Uh, but you know, still fresh. Everybody's fresh. Uh, we have people leave. We have Devonte coming out. Uh, you know, you want to get him some help on the other side. So, and then overall, I think draft picks to put them. I'm kind of a practical guy when it comes to things like that. I, I very rarely think draft picks him, not in, I've been wrong the actually the past few years, but back then, could draft picks, if they're not in a lottery to top 10, anything past like 24 is almost like you don't have a high expectation. You know, they're going to be good football players, but to be in the NFL, you got to develop. So we were at, I think, pick 23. And when it came to it, I didn't, I wish I knew who I wanted before him. When they said Jordan Love, I didn't know who Jordan Love was. I, I didn't <laughs> didn't know who he was. I had to go sit there and YouTube, did it make the ribs uh, taste bad? 
No, the ribs taste great. Okay, so I the ribs, I'll never the ribs make are still good. Yeah, yeah. Bob Love makes some good ribs, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> they those will never be coming out bad. But uh I just thought like, okay, like he's a quarterback. You know, old boy, he's in his last of his years. I didn't think he, uh Aaron should have got really mad at it. It wasn't I see the slate, I see what's going on, but I in my in my view, I was like, well, this can make Aaron, you know, this is a year that we need to get fired up. We want to win a Super Bowl. So, shit, fire up the guy, you know, not everybody's safe. So, I was in that. I played, you know, I played sports. So, like, sometimes people, we've, I think, what, we lost to, I used to get mixed up. We lost to Tampa the first round that year before. Yeah. Yeah, we lost in the NFC Championship. Or no, it was the first round. And so there was some saltiness going on by everybody. And I thought and I, th- I thought Aaron had a hand in that loss, too. So I thought this was a great way to fire him up. And I also believed in development because look who we developed right before that. So, no, I thought it was a bold, ballsy move. And I like a good ballsy move by, you know, I might have been saying different things back then. But now... <laughs> 2023. Yeah, I think it was a ballsy move by Brian. I think it was, and I I just was like whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Like, let's just go with it. You know. So uh, fast forward the next two years, we keep developing him. He trickles in, you know, here or there. You see some spryness in him. You see that he was working with uh, Aaron, the Q, his QB coach, and that you see some, you see some sparks. You know, you don't you see when you touch the battery to the red and black, you see some sparks. And you're like, okay, okay. And no one wants to obviously see Aaron go. Like, you know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But sometimes having the sexiest girlfriend in the room isn't quite the what it plays out to be. You know, sometimes you just might have to find a, a younger, you know, not as attractive girlfriend, you know, because it with up with the stay up with the times and I think it was a right move for all parties I don't think it was the right move for him to go to the Jets I thought maybe she was somewhere else but that's uh that's well, their well, choice now, now now that's not really mattering for him yeah no I thought he he could have had of all the places you so, know so so far after two weeks um what would you say so the the offensive side of the ball what would you say is the offensive strength or identity of the Green Bay Packers or is it still developing and and if so where do you see that going what do we what do the Saints need to watch out for It's still developing we are nothing without David Bakatari or uh he is an anchor in our line even though they play kind of well uh but I think he he secures it so which means that if we have a secure if he's out there playing great is it they kind of no, we're playing at home in Lambo, so it's going to be. He, he he didn't say it was a turf, but we all know how he feels about turf fields. So when we were playing on a turf field last year, he had a swelling in his knee, so he wasn't there for that. So hopefully he's rested up, and which means that if he's out there, our run game, and if hopefully Aaron Jones is out there, but even so, I think AJ Dillon and uh, Emmanuel Wilson will take a good job at running. So I said it last week. Is that David Bakhtiari thing? real then he isn't going to play on turf this year and is only going to play on grass they you know they were behind they were beating behind the bush on it they said there was swelling in his troublesome knee that's what i that's what matt will first said troubles swelling and their troublesome knees sounds like the you know oldie like who said troublesome knee you know so i think it was just a saying just uh it's yeah. what it is it's gonna be that's gonna be the theme of the year 
with him. Uh, which, you know what? Although we pay him 30, 28 to $30 million, if he can just pepper him in and keep him stable and we make a good run, I would like to see him in the first round of playoffs. If, and you know why I say this? Because the NFC North, you know, is not looking so hot and it might be a little easier this year yeah. to get in with if you just have a good football team. And I think altogether, if the Packers just play well together, we have a chance to outthrow. I mean, we have he has six touchdowns in two weeks. He's playing, we're not asking. He shouldn't have been in that situation to win the game. Yeah. We were one tackle away. If B. John Robinson was tackled in that fourth and one, it was cultivated things. There was a bunch of things that happened, obviously, that we kind of kept doing and doing. But it really came down to that fourth and one. And when uh, Atlanta called, you know, let's go for it. And it was even – when, when the coach put his hand on his head, I don't even think that was the play he wanted out there. They're like, oh, what, what did he see? I think he called the wrong play, but we – let Bijan go three levels, and that essentially won the game for him. So if we could just tackle at the f- level one, right at the line, stop your run, and make you throw uh, to Jair, I think our strength could be our defense again and win this game for us. Do you think yeah. Aaron Jones will be will be back, though? Um, I mean, the hamstring industry, in, injuries are always uh, questionable. Norm- normally, you're not back after one week with those. That's why I'm laying on uh, our defense. Even though Jordan threw three touchdowns and like he hasn't put Jordan Love's game on it, it's not Jordan Love's game. He's playing very functional football at a high level. He hasn't put his spin on it. He did. He did have a run where he did a little a move where and he says he was talking some smack, which I like to see. He's coming out of his shell, but you can't put if you look what happened to Justin Fields in Chicago. He's not playing Justin Fields football, so. But at least we're complimenting Jordan where he is flourishing with a QBR of 74. Uh, he had a pass. I don't know what his pass rating was this week. I think his last week was 123. But six touchdowns in the NFL right now. That's that's very good job. That's a very good job in my book. I feel very confident moving forward with him. I feel highly confident if things don't work out with Sean Clifford. I think Sean Clifford is just a high draft pick away too as uh what I saw in preseason. So I'm very confident in my Packer okay. team. I just they just need to be smart. That's chapter one. Would you like to have chapter two? You better, son of a bitch, I know the way. Okay, so we've talked about the, the Packers offense then. So what would you say is the strength of the Packers defense? Because you said that you're, you know, it, they were one tackle away from winning the game on um, on Sunday in Atlanta. So what what what's what's the identity or the strength of the Packers defense and you know how do you think that matches up with what the Saints can do on offense? You hear his name, Hercules. We need Hercules out there. You know, I've seen the same line. Lucas Van Ness, our number 13 pick in the first round. He is a beast. Uh, I can see him flourishing into a Bosa brother, but better looking. The guy is a freaking tank. But he hurt his, he hurt his elbow after like the third snap. And... And he was at, he was already he had two tackles for two solo tackles for losses. I think if and he's a guy that can get out in the open field and chase you down. He chased down Justin Fields. The rest of our guys, you know, are we, we I've seen them the past like three years, same group of guys. They're motors, they're all motors and motors, but it's the open field tackling that we need. We need that Clay Matthews. And I think Lucas Van Ness is the guy who's gonna be next up to break uh the salary cap for his position because 
he is just a motor out there. He's always back in the backfield. He's out there running in the open field. He's tackling you, and he's young. Very, they're very tight-lipped on his elbow injury. Yeah, I couldn't find anything the last two days about his elbow injury. Uh, I didn't check before I came out of here to see if they had like a practice report. I don't even know if they practiced today. Uh, I didn't see anything on their app. They're just very, they're very tight-lipped right now. I have not seen them post anything on their app. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't know Aaron Jones either. Nothing on fantasy football. Like, is it worse than a pop in your hamstring? I don't know. So uh, I'm going to cover that. I'm going to try to cover that in my end show this week on Love and the Leapers. That's what I want to cover. That's what would be my first topic to cover is where's Aaron Jones? Where's Lucas Van Ness? Because I think those are two guys that could make real impacts on our W's or an L. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how much you've watched the, the Saints play this year, but I mean, I know you, you referenced um, Jair Alexander. So is Jair Alexander going to, pick either Michael Thomas or Chris Olave and follow them around? Is he going to stay on his side? And which one of those do you think that he would need to cover to try to shut down? And then what are you going to do about the other one? Uh, so you're going to – I watched the game last night. Yeah. Uh, some of the game last night. Michael Thomas, uh, has he – has I have, sorry, I don't know his stats. Has he been breaking out as a number – is he a number two – is he a number two on your guys' team? I mean, he, the last time he played was 2019. He was the offensive player of the year. He's been exactly. hurt since then. And Chris Olave is probably our number one now. Yeah, but I think yeah. So. Michael Thomas last is one, night. Michael Thomas is one B. He's, I mean, okay. he's right there with him. But in general, I, most most teams are probably attacking us right now as Chris Olave is one. And you got somebody, some nickel cornerback or somebody trying to hang out with Michael Thomas. Yeah, you kind of have a uh, Eagles. An eagle situation going on, one A, one B type yeah. of deal, one two punch. Because I don't, I know, like a Calvin Ridley said it best. He's like, just because I was out doesn't mean because I was just in the game doesn't mean I wasn't working out. Like, look what he did in his first game. Michael so Thomas Michael said Tom, the same stuff. Yeah, and so I really didn't see him last night. From what I watched on the game, I saw Chris Olave though, and goddamn, Chris Olave can catch. I saw that last year too. Chris Olave even as a rookie, could, it was making plays. It was crazy. Uh, I tried. Michael Thomas. I mean, Michael Thomas did have seven catches for fifty-five yards last night. So okay, um, he he he's he is so he's targeting collect, collecting you know? collecting catches for sure. Well, that's Derek Carr for you, man. Derek Carr will hit everybody on the field if he could. <laughs> like, for, for sure, even Lyman. You know, he the guy can spread the ball like that's that's the weapon. Like coming over the top on us is what I'm scared of. Uh, yep. So I think I think Jair would probably be more on Chris because we can put Rajul. And Nixon and play that nickel package deal that we play. But then, you know, if Lucas Van Ness is out there or our outside linebacker, if they fix their mistakes, we can and pressure you to keep passing, passing the ball. We got we got vouchers out there. You know, we got vultures out there, not vouchers, vultures out there. They attack my dogs and my horses. They swoop down. They swoop and they they bite and nip my horse in his face, and they bit my horse's teeth and his face right out. Who will pick a bad pass? Who will pick a high ball? Sure. So, competitively, it's going to be a fa- it's going to be a fast, fast. If Derek Carter throws for you know, three hundred yards, uh we just can't have that happen. We can't have yeah. Derek Carter. I can't. We just can't have that happen. So uh, I think that that's what would beat us if you just over the top us every time. The first two weeks, the Saints have played teams that had very talented front sevens 
Um, we play the Tennessee Titans, who the last two years have been number one and number two against the rush. Still have also uh, they're, they're good with their pass rush. And then the, the Panthers is kind of the strength of their team also is their front seven. And, and the Saints have struggled a little bit with pass protection yeah. against those tough teams. We're predicting that it gets a little bit easier moving forward over the next, next few games. But how have the Packers been with their pass rush and uh, quarterback hits and pressures so far? We're back there. We're, we are forcing the quarterback to make game play moves. There's no, no you're not. We don't, we don't want to hear that. Now tell us something no, else. No, I don't want to hear, hear. talk about it. Never mind. But that's, that's the problem because <laughs> we were forcing you out of the pocket yeah. and you, and then you get us to the second level. That's where we, you know, so, but Derek Carr's not a runner, you know, you don't see Derek right. Carr running like these young guys out there. So if we can force Derek Carr to be uncomfortable, I can see raining interceptions. He does good on called rollouts where he's expecting to roll out and we have the, he does not well, like leaving the pocket. Yeah. If it wasn't called beforehand, the, the, the yeah. Um, he looks stacked, though. He, Derek Carr looks like he, he, he looks like he's he looks gained big. about fifteen pounds of muscle. Like <laughs> yeah, he's, dude. He's so maybe he gets ballsy enough, but maybe he's worried about injury too, and he runs out. But Derek Carr's butter is just yeah, like rollouts and just straight over the top run, right over top throws. And if he just has some sailing on us, and not towards Jair, but like even Jair makes these dumb mistakes where he tries to. Get interception happy, and then all of a sudden the ball's six feet behind him, and the guy's scoring. I think we, if we just make sure that we secure the outside, make sure Michael Thomas is again the outside of us, and then over the top, I think we'll be all right. Talking Sorry. about Jair Alexander, um, obviously he gets compared to Marshawn Lattimore quite a lot. They came out a year a year separate in the draft, um, and 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 I see quite a lot of Packers fans that say. Jair is better than Marshawn Lattimore. Obviously, the Saints fans say that Lattimore is better than Alexander. Have you got any thoughts on 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 that? Well, you, and they drafted him with our draft pick too. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he was. Not to yeah, forget yeah, that. Yeah, Jair Alexander was drafted with the pick we gave you when we did the trade in 2018. But yep. have you seen anything from Lattimore? And you, obviously, you see Alexander every week. You know, what are your thoughts on uh, on on the two of those? I think they're I would interchangeably like. Just bodyguards. I feel I view them as the same in the same tier almost. Uh that's why uh one of the weaknesses on our offense is I'm hoping Christian Watson's there because if I can, we can get Christian Watson on Lattimore and get Lattimore busy with just get Lattimore busy with him, you know, because Watson's speed, you know, Lattimore's gonna stick with him, but that that's what I wanted to see Sunday. That's the matchup I want to see Sunday for you guys or for us is to see Watson go against Lattimore. And just keep him busy so we get Dobbs and everybody else open. But I see them as both like dogs. Like they both get in there and get dirty. Very passionate players. I don't like to. I don't like to dog people in the bad sense of because they're NFL players. Like they're the guys we're going to be watching. We've been watching that entertain us every Sunday. So I'm not going to say one's better than the other because they're out there just doing every game is very entertaining. Like so, it, but they're, they're both good. same to you. They're both. They're, they're both right right up there. High level. Le- I think they're top top. Top two and three, top one, top two and three. Yep. I think they're right there with each other. And it's just a matter of, you know, whose team is better now? Who has a better power ranking? Like, obviously the Saints do, but what are the Saints' power ranking this week? They come out. It's, it's, or been, last between week, seven, last week. it's been between seven and 11. And to to, to be fair with the, what our offense has put on the field, I don't think we're offended by being around number 10. Um, I think our, our defense is a top three defense in the NFL. Um, I think that teams – 
are going to be put on notice. We gave up a trash touchdown last night. It's the only touchdown that we've given up this year. Um, and it was, I mean, we kind of designed it with the, we made them take four minutes to get down the field and they wasted the game away. So, um, yeah. but, but I understand us being around number 10. I think that y'all, I saw y'all at number eight um, on the, the athletics rankings. Y'all, we've been kind of all around the same with the two of us. I think that there's a lot of question marks about both teams and yeah. it's, it's week two. I don't know how much any of us yeah. know. Um, the one thing I'm sure of is that we have a elite to defense. I got a lot of yeah. other questions around uh, around what we can do uh, in other areas. We we've got to get better at our run and pass blocking. If we do that, yeah. we're going to be a big problem for a lot of teams. Everybody forgets about Alan Kamara, right? We all hey, like, we, we got one more week there. off. Like we yeah. maybe our best like, offensive player is coming back really yeah, fresh dude. in two weeks. You know, like he's out there. No, I I definitely I definitely think Bryce Young's a great. Uh, not great. Very good rookie uh, to have for that young Panthers team. He he did a good job last night from what I saw. But you guys have a more developed Jordan Love. I ju- I don't think it's gonna be a rollover. It's gonna be a a fight. Like I think even we I, we kind of underestimated the Falcons a little bit, and you know people are like oh who who Desmond Ritter is like we question that. Still looking for their identity, but B. John Robinson had 175 yards against us. I am yeah, glad. Rough. I am glad Alvin Kamara is out this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm superbly happy Alvin Kamara out this week because no. I think if we can stop your run, I think we can we can put pressure on Derek. There's it's going to be a game. It's going to be a game to hit. Uh, did you did watching last night make you a little worried about what Taysom Hill does when he gets ahead of steam? Yeah, and it's a hole. Well, yeah, he, I mean he's. Taysom Hill. Everybody you know, underestimates him. Yeah, Every team like he, is like, nah, it'll be fine. We'll just stand here and make him make a decision. Like, and he just continues to he he averages six yards a carry for his career, which is insane for how many carries he has now. It it it's almost baffling to us of why it continues to work, but it also baffles us why we don't call it more because it works every time. Because when you see him out there, you know he's getting the ball. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. He's yeah, he's a big truck. I I I was thinking about today. I was like, I, we were probably going to see a lot of them out there. And I hope they're prepared. I think for so it. too. Yeah, I'm hoping. Know. Yeah, so I'm hoping. Like I said, I'm hoping our 13th pick, uh, our first rounders out there. Just I hope it's just a minor tug yeah. on the elbow, bro. Yeah, that, that's going to be. I think that'll be a big one for y'all. Now, one yeah. one question for you. Last question about players. Then I want to get to a, a game prediction for you. So you mentioned Christian Watson. I I know that he's out, but they're. Am I right that they're being pretty quiet about what's going on with him and when his projected return is? It it's seemed weird with him about what's actually going on and how much time he's going to miss. So there, it's day to day. Obviously, that's why we're getting all these words about it. Uh, but yeah, do, do you think it, do you it, think it, it truly it, is day to day? And there's a fifty fifty chance he plays this weekend, or is he probably not playing? And y'all waiting a couple more weeks to kind of make sure he comes back healthy. I think they're waiting a couple more weeks because yeah, they, that's, that, that's what they I was had, feeling too. Cause they, they had him in the practice field at the beginning of the season. And I remember that day when they were calling, if you were, if you weren't able to perform, you'd be out for a minimum of four weeks, right. On a players on perform list. I think he was just out there just to show face and hoping to be back by week three, you know, give him two weeks off. So maybe. Yeah, man. I just hoping that we can figure it out. So, all right, we've got the uh, Packers and the Saints on Sunday. I actually am personally excited. This will be my first game ever live at Lambeau Field. Um, I'm 
flying up this weekend for the game. So I'm pretty pumped about uh, wow. um, very, very respectfully visiting and um, excited to experience Lambeau. Um, talk to I know with some great smart football fans and then uh, hopefully enjoy a pretty competitive game. But uh, game prediction time. What's uh, what do you predict the score is going to be? Who's going to win? What's uh, what's going to be the, the difference in this game? I'm going to give you two game time predictions, one for you when you're in Lambo. Make sure you, you get yourself a sausage, not sold by the stadium, but someone's front yard. Okay. Like a, a free sausage. They'll give it, they, they love partying with you. You'll get beer, just park on someone's lawn, pay the 20 bucks, get there with games at one. It, yeah. Well, noon, noon, my time, but yes, one o'clock. Noon, your time. Eastern. Yeah. I mean, these yep. time. Get there a little early. You might even get some eggs. Uh, you're definitely getting free beer. And just enjoy the people. There, they don't. There's no fighting. This ain't. This has yeah, yeah. It's just every. It's just a great. It's a party the whole freaking time. I'm, Even I'm win or loss, the stands like it's like you'll feel like you're an old time. Like that's you are in a true mecca of a stadium. That's just. It's just you feel history in there. Awesome. So enjoy yourself there. My game time prediction. Score prediction. Thirty-one twenty-four. 31-27, and we win it out. No, no, no game driving. There's no. I think we we win it out with smart football. And hopefully, good defense. So you're predicting the Packers 31-27. Yeah, 31-27. Yeah, close, close game. Sounds like it'll be a, another. Uh, um, I think exciting that, one. I think, I think it'll be a Derek Carr, a Derek Carr driving it down. And we stop you. Well, no, sir, you are dead wrong. All right. Thanks for stopping by. James, what do you got? Do you, uh, you got a prediction? What do you think? Uh, by the way, um, just so you know, Bob, uh, shocker, but James has never predicted the Saints to to lose a game <laughs> ever and never, <laughs> ever will. So uh, I'll just let you know he's about to predict the Saints are going to win. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. So the Saints are on a run of 10 consecutive regular season games where they haven't let more than 20 points be scored against them. That's going to go to 11 next week. It's going to equal the NFL record. I think the Saints are going to win 24-17. Yeah, I'm 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 right there. Um I think that um again listen, I if some if y'all score 31 on us, I think that that's going to be two touchdowns on special teams and and uh and uh in defense. Like our our defense is not giving up 31 points um to to maybe anybody um, without without some injury. So I'm going to go the same. I'm really close to you, James. I think we're going to also tie that NFL record, but I'm going to go Saints 23-19. So I still think I, I agree with the four-point spread that you were talking about, uh, Bob. But yep. um, I'm going to go 23-19. I think we barely keep it under that, uh, that record of tw- not giving up 20 points. Um, but I think it's going to be a big competitive game. And I still think that week three, neither team is going to be uh, – dismantled by a, a loss here and um, I, I think that we are going to be pretty close competitive i agree i think it's gonna be a four i think it's gonna be very close yeah i think four four point game would make uh, make a lot of sense and keep me stressed out yeah. because the saints are going to do that the entire year it looks like too yep. and you're you're gonna, you're gonna love it in that stadium too it's just gonna be roaring do a lot I'm, of saints fans go up to uh lambo are you I, expecting a lot of Saints fans up there? I think so, yeah. Saints fans travel pretty well. And, I mean, I know that Lambeau's a, a – you know, New Orleans is the same. Uh, it's a it's also a tourist city. 
So people plan their, oh, when we play the Saints, that's the game we're going to go to. And we're very welcoming as well to our tailgates and to our stadium um, and, and want to talk to you about football and you have a good time in the city. I know that Lambo's the same way. It's become a tourist city for sure for football fans. So they're welcoming and understand that uh, if you're a respectful football fan, they'll they'll uh, be be nice to you. So uh, I'm, I'm there for the experience um, for sure and uh, definitely want to, uh, to, to meet some fans and I'm I'm pumped about it. I've been planning this for a, over a year and was really happy that we have a September game um, because <laughs> even if it was a December game, I was going anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't have to buy a new wardrobe or, or uh, um, buy any battery-operated socks or anything like that to live through this game or bring cardboard with me to stand on. I saw I, I, I Googled uh, uh, you know advice for trips to Lambo and everybody's like, bring cardboard with you to stand on because your feet will freeze. I'm like, I don't have to worry about that. I'm going to yep. be fine. It's going to be 65 degrees, and uh, we'll have some fun football. I'm, uh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, I'm pumped for you. That's awesome. Well, man, um, awesome. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we, we appreciate it. Um, you can find Bob on the Fans First Sports Network with uh, um, Loving the Leapers, and um, he will be uh, giving us all of our uh, Packers coverage. If we end up playing them in the playoffs, we'll have Bob back on to talk about it more. But uh, thank you so much, Bob. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. Cheers. The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.